This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Shop Splash Cove, Scoville Zoo, the Devon, and more. Applicants don't have to have a resume. Staff can help with filling out applications. Positions may be offered on the spot. More at our website, nowdecatur.com. They're lowering the flags to half staff as the sun rises in Minnesota. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. The morning after a vigil in Burnsville to honor the two police officers and the fire paramedics shot and killed in a domestic violence standoff at a home. 15 miles south of Minneapolis in what one neighbor calls a wonderful neighborhood full of family and friends. And that same neighbor says he was woken up by gunshots around 530 in the morning. We heard a lot of rapid fire. Um, a lot of gunshots. Couldn't couldn't even tell you how many. According to officials, this all stemmed from a call for a family in danger. That's Madison Scarpino with Fox. The gunman also found dead. Seven children in the home got out uninjured. The next Republican primary is Saturday in South Carolina. Former President Trump has big leads in recent polls, but Nikki Haley just told Fox. Let's put in someone that can spend eight years disciplined, no drama, no vendettas, no chaos. Referencing Trump legal issues, she's also critical of him on Russia. It's amazing to me how weak in the needs he is when it comes to Putin, because you look at the fact he is yet to say anything about Navalny's death, which Putin murdered him. It's what he does to his political opponents. Well, Alexei Navalny died Friday at a Russian penal colony. Hundreds of people in Russia have been detained at gatherings there trying to pay their respects. Israel is warning it'll start a new offensive in Rafah in southern Gaza by March 10th. That's an area full of a million civilians who fled fighting in other areas. Officials in Gaza say the number of Palestinians killed in the war now tops 29,000 as the U.N. court today considers a larger issue. The International Court of Justice in The Hague is being asked to side of Israel's control of the occupied West Bank, the Gaza Strip and East Jerusalem is legal. Palestinian representatives began by claiming a genocide is happening in Gaza. That's a position strongly rejected by Israel. That's Fox's Jonathan Savage. America's listening to Fox News. Small business owners we know tackling your to-do list can sometimes feel like going 12 rounds against a heavyweight champ. Except that heavyweight's gloves are made of something hard, like diamonds. So when a new to-do pops up, you're like, I can't. I'm boxing my diamond boxing glove-wearing heavyweight champ of a to-do list. At Progressive, we don't want to make your day any harder. That's why we make it easy with over 30 customizable coverage options. So you can finally land a knockout blow. See if you can save on business insurance in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided and service by affiliated and third-party insurers. Your pet isn't just a pet. They're part of your family. Most of the pet food on the market is cooked at high temperatures, which kills nutrients. A scoop of Dynavite is a three-in-one daily supplement, adding back key nutrients to your pup's health. Try Dynavite for free. Just pay shipping and handling. Learn more at D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com slash radio. That's Dynavite.com slash radio. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. President Biden will spend several days this week out west, campaign events in Los Angeles and San Francisco, as his administration works to keep boosting American chip manufacturing. A preliminary agreement with the Commerce Department could provide as much as $1.5 billion in federal funding to global foundries to expand computer chip production in New York and Vermont. You know, as we all remember, very recently during the pandemic, we faced a shortage of chips which led to shutdowns and layoffs and furloughs 
Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo, Congress approved the Chips and Science Act in 2022, authorizing more than $50 billion in semiconductor manufacturing, research, and development. In Washington, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Amid all the worry about inflation, gas prices keep going back up. The average price of regular grade is now 3.37 per gallon, 13 cents higher than two weeks ago, and 19 cents higher than six weeks ago. Analyst Toby Lundberg also predicts prices will rise even more. AAA's nationwide survey of stations has gas cheaper, a 327 average for regular. On Wall Street, there'll be no stock trading, and most banks will be closed, and there's no mail delivery, all because of what day this is. President's Day is a federal holiday that honors the first U.S. President, George Washington, whose birthday was February 22nd. The holiday is officially called Washington's birthday. In 1885, Congress designated February 22nd as a holiday for all federal workers. And in 1971, the Uniform Monday Holiday Law changed the observance day to the third Monday in February. President Abraham Lincoln is also traditionally honored on the day, even though his birthday fell on February 12th. This Fox's Tanya J. Powers. The NBA All-Star Game was a scoring fest. The Eastern Conference had a record 211 points, beating the West by 25. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. Sunny with a high of 46. Tonight, mostly clear, low of 29. For Tuesday, sunny with a high of 50. And Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 58. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 21 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7.06. For those of you turning in, expecting the mayor of Decatur, we had to postpone. She'll be back next Monday. Instead, you get retired Florida man. Who can't ever wait till I turn on his microphone after doing this for 20 years. Company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. True Detective Night Country wrapped up last night as well, and you told me criminal record was done. There's, That's what we thought. I know, but you were wrong. So I'm so glad that I was wrong because the way that it wrapped up in the last episode, I'm like, how is this over? Uh, okay. 
but we had this weekend next. Okay, good. Okay. No, it's all good. Those are one of those things you want to be wrong about. I was, I'm so glad. And it, and so the way I was wrong is that they didn't leak that there were other episodes in a way that they normally do. <laughs> well, I just always look at it in the app and it says coming, you know, like yes. for the next episode. Anyway, so it's still oh, ongoing. I'm not going to give anything away on True Detective. I'll have that done tonight. We, the All-Star all game went late, so. It went all in. Okay. Uh, all right. So we're back here on a, a beautiful Monday morning celebrating President's Day. And uh, I got to tell you, uh, it's been uh, uh, an amazing, pretty much amazing winter. I, I know it didn't look like a Friday, certainly didn't look like a Saturday if you were traveling out and the roads were bad and saw a lot of cars and ditches on Instagram, state police posts uh, on social media. But that's all gone. It's melted off. It's great. And we've got a beautiful seven, eight, nine, ten days ahead. Now, we might have some payback for that. You know, March can be a really cruel month. But I would take this winter over most. Oh, yeah. Not according to the groundhog. It's going to be a short winter. Which groundhog? There's like a 1,500 of them in the United States. There's even one in Chicago. Was it Paxitani Phil? Yeah. And you believe that is the thing? I watched it. You what? I was down in Florida watching it. I, I watched the whole ceremony. What channel did they have that on? What network carried the uh, the Groundhog Day forecast? Oh, all the networks on the yeah, weather. simulcast, dude. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. It was big. Didn't you say a movie, Groundhog Day? It's all about a network carrying it. Uh, with Bill Murray? Yeah. He was at the All-Star game last night. Look at all this comes full circle. And just tying it to <laughs> No, I... <laughs> I didn't see him at Pebble Beach. I He's He's not playing. He didn't play this year. Yeah, that, that they cut it down. Um, I, I don't think they had as many celebrities. I think it was. I think what they're doing. Uh, by the way, that movie came out 32 years ago, something like that. Uh, Groundhog Day. They cut it down. I think they cut it down to keep some of the bad golfers off the golf course. Uh, uh, you know, and had some of the more talented celebrities play in that. Like Tom Brady. Yeah, it used to be the clam bake or whatever. It was like Bing Crosby's tournament and it had all the stars and everything. But I think, you know, you can only hit so many spectators with balls and yeah, no slow Lando. up all the stuff. <laughs> no Lando Norris. Yeah, no. <laughs> or no, it was Pierre Gasly. It was. Was it Gasly that was terrible? Yes, it was, it was Pierre Gasly. It was terrible. That's exactly right. So anyway, uh, there you have it. Um, coming up this week, a lot to get to here uh, as we, uh, well, as we move towards new ownership and, and new beginnings and new relationships, it's going to be interesting to see how the uh, the next couple of months uh, are, are going to work. Uh, we've got. Uh, You've our, done that before. Uh, You're pretty good at it. Well, it's been a long time. Uh, I've, I've done it a lot, most of it early. Uh, and, but, you know, when Newhoff came in, that was, you know, 16 years ago. I know, that was a great run. 16 years is a long time, right? What a wonderful ownership group that was. The Newhoffs and Beth. Um, Beth was at the Super Bowl. I saw her uh, Instagram post with the red uh, cowboy boots and, and uh, the whole crowd and everything. It was a great Did picture. You really? Yeah. Remember, uh, she's a huge, I mean, she, she's Oklahoma, uh, football uh, and basketball and Kansas City Chiefs all day long. We had a lot. And of, always was. We had a lot of fun in Florida with Beth. Oh, yeah. We, we did the radio show from her kitchen when they turn off the telephones. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that was fun. Yeah. And then we had dinner with Jeff one time. We, you and I did. That's exactly right. Uh, speaking of spring training, uh, evidently the New Jerseys, the new uniforms are like causing oh, quite a stir. Man. A lot of it started at the Cardinals spring training. Yeah, Miles Nicholas. Uh, well, but I mean, the reporters that are down there, the beat writers for the Cardinals, uh, so they switched to Nike Vapor or whatever the name of that is. Yes. And, and then they, they basically did a deal with Fanatics. Yeah, they farmed it out. To make all the uniforms. Oh. And evidently the players are not happy at all. It looks like those janky ones that they give you, they give the free, away at the, free the game. Jersey night. That's what they look like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're not customizing their pants, you know, like they used to and everything. It's just terrible. They know this. Yeah, oh, we're gonna try to catch a game down there. Like even the the names are like arched, you, funny. The numbers look bad. You want me to get you one? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I can't believe Nike would do that. Uh, well, what about MLB? Well, it's I mean, okay, you you this is your world way more than it is mine. Yeah. But from what I understand, just reading is that this is Fanatics' reputation. I mean, like Correct. that they are a horrible company that like that you order something and they send you the wrong name on the wrong number. I mean, that they have like there's a whole web page like dedicated well, to yeah. all the screw ups. And yesterday I I saw that there is a new gambling site that is considered a Fanatics experience that was advertised during the NBA. Yeah. So I don't know what they are, but but Nike is a reputable brand. It seems awesome to get Nike on board with MLB instead of Majestic or Riddell. Or yeah. And then they go, you know what? We're not even going to make these. Why don't we we're going to farm it out to, to this place. That, oh look gosh. it up. It's a thing. It, 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 the best ones are willing to show you a, like a version, you know, side, side by side. side. And you can just totally. And they said they just look cheap. They do. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can. T- I already know what they feel like. I can feel the picture. Well, if you go get a, a Yachty jersey, you, you know, like first 10,000 yeah. people at Bush Stadium and they yeah. give you one, you go, all right, that's not that. It's great. fine. It's free. It's got the Long John Silvers on the side. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. Taco Bell. Yeah, who cares? But you go spend the 130 at the gift shop yeah. and that feels like a real jersey. Uh, you know, I was thinking about that yesterday as I was looking at the new uh, styles of Adidas golf shoes. Every year they got to come up with something new. And sometimes it's a bust. Mm-hmm. You know, that's got to be challenging if you're a designer for these clothing lights. Well, come up I, something I, I, this is just production. This is like, hey, we, we'll use the cheapest stuff we have. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that, you know, a lot of I, I love traditional uniforms. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hate the ones that change all the time. I, I mean, I think the Cardinals with the birds on the bat, the Yankees, you know, even the Cubs, you know, Dodgers. those Dodgers. Red Sox, you know, those great jerseys, Penn State, you know, in football. I love that look. I I mean, that's part of the the history going, okay, those guys don't look that different than they did 50 years ago. Right. I'm really surprised about what you just said about production because when we would go down to spring training, one of the neatest things is to see what the new look of the uniforms are. They had some of the coolest warm-ups and the coolest things to wear while they're practicing that you could – actually go by mm-hmm. in the stores and um, the skin tight uh, blue and with the big cardinal on the front uh, undershirt yeah that go, all that kind of stuff and now you're saying they're sacrificing that for production no I'm not sacrificing the stuff that's under they're sacrificing the whole the uniform the so, game uniform. here let me clarify all the cool designs and everything that Nike came up with are still equally cool and the stuff like the turtlenecks and the dry fit and all that, you're going to go get that. And it's going to be wonderful. Okay. The expensive high-end jersey that you put on top of that with your favorite player's name or your favorite team is like a cheap knockoff. And I don't know if that's going to be the case about what you buy as a consumer, but what they're going to be wearing on the field is, yeah. is certainly that. <laughs> 
so stupid. Yeah, it, it was there was it was a universal. I mean, it, it started kind of like uh, I read it first out of the Cardinal Spring Training yeah, Jupiter, was, but then I saw the several reactions was, from was picture. A, around all of Major League <laughs> Baseball. Just man, just another, you know, just another way to cheap it out and and still keep charging you more and more for right. tickets. I'm really surprised at that because that's one thing you always kind of look forward to was the quality yeah. majestic uniforms. Yeah. Uh, there you go. So. <laughs> Cardinals on St. Patrick's, they always wore Kelly Green. Yeah. That was always really cool. Yeah, I saw you bought uh, you bought one of Matheny. those. Matheny. Yeah, Matheny. Yeah, Matheny jersey. Shamrock jersey. Extra large. It kind of, it's like a dress. <laughs> Then they have the gold ones for the World Series. You know, uh, those, oh, yeah. A lot of gold freeze jerseys. Oh, back in the day, we had to get a new one of those like mm-hmm. every year. Yeah. That was a good problem to have. Very good problem. I think we had a Pujols. We had a Freeze. We had a, a, a Yachty. I, we had three or four, I know. Yeah. Wayne hey, Wright. by the way, Mike Claiborne's coming back on Soy City Buzz um, again this year. I think that'll start probably in April. Brought to you by Jerger Pediatrics. That's a good deal. Hopefully I'll get to see him. We're gonna run. We're going to the Eagles concert, but we're gonna run by and try to catch a Cardinal game before that. Okay, Eagles are playing where? The Eagles at uh, Hollywood, Florida. Hollywood, just down from where yeah, yeah, Jupiter I is. I know. I'm familiar with the area. We used to fly out of there, right? Yeah, we did. Uh, Hollywood has what's the venue there? Because that's that's a stop that you see a lot on like tours, and it's not a big place, but they must have a really nice venue that draws Hard Rock from Cafe. Well, it? Hard Rock Hotel. Hard Rock Hotel. Yeah, it's so, quite a place, brand new. What's the venue? I mean, how big a venue is it? It's not huge. I think it's like four thousand. Really? So yeah. the Eagles are playing that. What yeah. that set you back? Uh, it was my Christmas present, but I think a couple grand. Okay, I was going to say if you got four thousand people seeing the Eagles, it'll be pretty steep They're ticket really prices. Good seats. Yeah. My wife, when we do things, she likes to go and stuff. Nothing. Yes, she does, and she's great at it. Uh, what are we? So we're talking about no Glenn Fry. Who else is? I'm trying to think of the lineup right now of the Eagles. Well, you still got Joe Walsh. Well, I, I would think that you got Amy, Gra- Don, Amy Grant's husband. Don Henley would be your lead star there. You would I'm start Joe with. Walsh. Yeah, I like Don Henley. I like. I saw Joe fun. Walsh in concert. Mailed it in. He opened for Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers over at the University of Illinois on that last tour they did. Uh, and he was Joe Walsh, but it wasn't Don Henley. No, he, when the Eagles, Joe Walsh is so much better than when he's on his own. I've seen, I've seen videos of his concerts and although Mountain, uh, Rocky Mountain Way is still pretty good. Yeah, but you can't spend a whole night waiting for one song. Oh, he's, he's got a few, but. No, with the Eagles, he's great. Uh, what's Amy Grant's husband's name? Uh, Gil, Vince Gill. He what does he with, do? He plays with the Eagles now. Does he take Glenn Fry's place? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, by the way, not not that it changes the, the venue per se. It is 7,000 people, but it looks and feels like a 3,000, 4,000 person venue. Still 7,000. Yeah, it's I mean, small. The yeah, last, I, I mean, on one of these farewell tours, it, they sold intimate. out Soldier Field twice. Yeah, it's an intimate venue. I and, saw a picture of it. It's got different tiers of balconies. Yeah. So it goes goes high as opposed to That's huge. right. Yeah, it feels, like, uh, it feels like a tall Kirkland. Is kind of what it feels like to me. All right. Paul McCartney uh, literally was reunited with a guitar uh, that evidently went missing 50 years ago. Don't you have a question about that? What do you mean? Well, the person who had the guitar. I mean, somebody stole that guitar. Yeah. And so 
Do they fess up on how they got it? Well, but if somebody stole it literally, uh, uh, you know, 50 years ago, that doesn't mean whoever has it today knew it was stolen. How could you not know it was stolen? It was huge news. To a 25-year-old today who had no memory of it at all? Was it a 25-year-old? I don't know. I'm saying you're, you're, it's huge to you. Somebody younger than you may not even know it was a thing. I didn't know it was a thing. You didn't? No. Oh, boy. That was big news. And, uh, Kevin, 50 years ago, I was six years old. Was it stolen 50 years ago? Yes. Wow. Time flies. <laughs> that might be the truest thing you've said all day. But I'm saying in a context-wise, I wouldn't have had any knowledge of that at six. Well, he obviously had to figure out uh, how to get it back to Paul McCartney because someone must have told him it was stolen and he wanted him to have it. Well, he's back with it. And uh, they said... The estimated worth is 10 million pounds. This is, uh, that'd be $12.6 million. Uh, and there was a husband and wife team of journalists that helped him track it down. That was that violin shaped guitar that you would have seen in all of the old uh, Ed Sullivan, you know, appearances and all of that. And, and, and it went missing, presumed stolen. Uh, you, you know, and I would imagine this happens a lot more than you would think when you're trusting roadies and people. There's people have access to backstage. And, you know, as a musician, you're not carrying this stuff around back to your dressing room. No, I mean, the the number, they limit access to people, right? But over the years, over decades and hundreds and if not thousands of shows, even if just one person per access, you're talking about thousands of people that right. that, had, that could I walk mean, by that times, case and just let it walk Like during the Decatur celebration, did you like go like as a, a member of the media, have yeah. access, you go backstage and see like 16 guitars lined yeah, up, absolutely. You, you know, and, and so that, that I would think it, it's surprising that they found it. And, and I don't know that I, there's not a lot of details about you know, the people who had it when they found it, but 50 years later, it could certainly be through several generations. Generations of, of ownership that didn't know it was stolen. Exactly. I'd love to hear the backstory to that. I would. Well, I'm sure we'll hear more. And then another weird thing, and I don't know why I thought it was weird. John Travolta turned 70 yesterday. Mm. His hair's only about 15, though. Well, he's bald now. Yeah. I know <laughs> that hair. Was... He's, he's still talented. I he's awesome. Commercials. No, I, I, I'm not. I only bring it up because it just seems like people. I know we all get older. But it's hard for me to imagine John Travolta being 70 years old. Uh, uh, yes, numerically. Because it, it, he was Vinnie Barbarino, and then he was Tony whatever, Monero, and then he was, you know, he was always the young guy, Danny Zuko. You know, you think about all your memories of John Travolta. I know he did a lot more than that, but at, at his height, when he was like the global superstar, that young guy is kind of like what you think of, right? But even even like in his in his later run, like let's just point to Pulp Fiction. He still didn't look old. He looked like a younger middle-aged Well, how middle many years guy. ago was Paul? 90s. Fitch. Yeah. So. so that's 30 years. Yeah. I mean, just looks like a, he's, he's always looked youthful. How yes. old were you during uh, Welcome Back, Cotter? Were you watching that as a teenager? No. I, I don't. You would have to like. That was I, his first big TV show. That's what I said, Vinnie Barbering. I know. Uh, but I think I was probably in grade school. Grade school? Yeah. He was, he was great on that show. Well, the whole cast was great, right? I, I mean, it was... The, I'm seeing a picture with him and his daughter. He looks awesome. Yeah. Does he? Well, Like, awesome, awesome. 
I know, I know it's Hollywood awesome, but no, I'm saying that th- th- they have a whole way of, of, you know, looking young out there that most people don't avail themselves to. Well, it has to do with like his fitness too. He's like, he's got his cheekbones and stuff that look youthful, but man, he looks really good. It, it was on from 1975 to 1979. So it was four years, uh, in the mid to late seventies. So yeah, at the end of that, I would have been 10 or 11 years old. Yeah. And I, that was his beginning, and look at how big he became. Well, he just shot to fame. And people, you know, Nick's age maybe uh, and younger don't realize that every time, I mean, John Travolta for about a three or four picture run changed the culture of America, like single-handedly. I mean, we went from disco to cowboy bars uh, to the 1950s. Greece. Don't forget Greece. Uh, that's what I meant, the 1950s. But, I mean, nobody even knew what one of those bull riding things was. And then uh, you had him in Decatur. Yeah. Yep. Happy 70th birthday. I like uh, pretty much everything I've ever seen with him in it to some degree. I know, but it's hard to go like uh, Saturday Night Fever. I know. Broken Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> right. Guy with vengeance. Right? And he now is the Bruce Willis, uh, Liam Neeson, yeah. straight to whatever it is now. Uh, he'll show up in things in my feed, and I'm like, I've never even heard of that. Because he's only in it for like three minutes anyway. But yeah. He can be on the box and help kill, sell the product. Yep. yep. Well, happy 70th. Hey, did you see where Sylvester Stallone hired a Navy SEAL to train his four daughters how to defend themselves because they're moving to New York? They, they took they, He took them out in the woods and taught them self-defense. Did you see? I mean, uh, no, I didn't. I sounds, he said Stallone, right? Yeah, yeah. Sylvester Stallone. It sounds exactly like something Sylvester well, Stallone. Well, he also has a TV show with his daughters, so it makes I, is this a new show or it's is this just two, three years? Uh, yeah, but I thought they're they're airing it on MTV. Like the, if you watch the challenge, they're mm-hmm. saying coming up on an episode. But I think it's this stuff that already ran. Oh, I don't know if theirs is in real time or not, but I've I've watched the show. It's pretty good. No, I've watched it too, but I'm saying I feel like they're repackaging it and repurposing. Yeah, it's the same show just a couple of years later. Well, Maybe they're making it in New York. That's because all four no, of them moved they, to New York. They, it was a, a may, I mean, it was kind of a reality I think show. It's still going. Okay, maybe there's another That's what season. I'm saying, of yeah. It. Okay. I don't remember it being on MTV before, though. Well, I thought it Paramount. was in the Paramount app. So they're, you know, they're trying to, you know, bump bump them together, I suppose. Yeah. I, it, it, oh, you I, want to see a great documentary? Wait, hang on. I like the show, but there's only so much. And I watched the Stallone documentary, which is, was mm-hmm. interesting to me too. There's only so much I can do with that, though. Those reality shows just about famous people, and they're kind of the the mundane things that get them worked up or whatever. Well, that's what the... the I know it's what it's for. I, I, I just, it, it's a little bit of that goes a long way with me. Yeah. Here's another one. Then you me. don't need all the Bradshaws. <laughs> that's pretty funny. No. The one on Mike Wallace. Uh, where's that? I didn't see that. Uh, I haven't seen that at all. Yeah, it's out. There's a Mike Wallace documentary. What's it called? Something Wallace. But it it goes all the way back to his beginning when he was a pitch man for cigarette companies, Parliament, all the way through uh, his career and all the Westmoreland stuff. It's phenomenal. Mike Wallace is here? Yes. That's a a movie from four years ago. Five years now. 2019. Well, it's just coming out, I guess. (laughs) It says it's on Max. You can watch. Okay. Uh, you know, then it could have been like CNN or whatever, any of those things. Uh, did you watch the all-star game on max? No, because I got an email. They're, yeah. they're, they're one of the better ones of communicating to you about pushing you over to something real time. 
Yes. I, I mean, I like in my feed, I would never find NBA, but like I've got an email from Max going around right now. Yep. Let's go. Yep. Yeah, I did. I did. And I watched it on uh, cable on, on TNT. And then I was going to check out the true cast with a uh, true TV with, uh, with Charles, but I just stuck with the, the main broadcast. All right. Well, I'll look, I'll watch this. I, uh, Mike Wallace would be an interesting life, right? Yeah, it's yeah. by Magnolia Pictures, and they only make good stuff. So. Okay. Well, that, you said it's on Max? Yes. All right. We'll see where exchanging Other places available for premium, but it looks like it's a watch now on, on Max with your subscription. All right. He's a tough guy. He, he, he really got, he, it went, it was funny. It went from him selling cigarettes to being the, the most feared person on television. Yeah. And the selling cigarettes thing is, is such a bad look today, but it wasn't then. Oh, he was known for having a cigarette in his mouth. Well, but I'm saying it wasn't, I mean, it was a whole completely different, I mean, you know, even. It was a staple. I, it wasn't until the 1980s when big tobacco was hauled in front of Congress, you, you know, about the lies and all that stuff. I mean, people have to put that in historical context. Uh, that was largely due to him. He tried to bring down the cigarette companies yeah. to CBS told him stop. Right. And I, I loved, uh, was it Christopher Plummer who played him in the, uh, the, the movie with Russell Crowe, uh, about that the insider, the insider. Yeah. And the arrogance. <laughs> I mean, he was a great reporter, but like <laughs> when somebody would try to edit his stuff, you know, there were some of those scenes that just felt so real to me. Like that's exactly the way Mike Wallace would be. Right. Yeah. I think it was he and Harry Reasoner that started 60 minutes. And and uh, Don Hewitt was the producer. Yeah, a lot about those guys. But that's what the insider. I mean, that was what that was about. And Al Pacino played the the the, the line producer and put the story together. And and Russell Crowe was the the guy who was kind of giving inside information about what the tobacco companies were doing. I'm gonna have was, to go back and watch that. We just watched it. It was Morley Safer, not Harry Reasoner. Morley, Morley Safer. Yeah, and he they show him interviewing Mike Wallace toward the end of his his career. And uh, they get they get pretty direct with each other. It was pretty good. Okay, uh, here's a question I have uh, after the other side of the break, and after we check in with Tupper. Actually, we're gonna we're kind of have to say goodbye because I got a bunch of stuff I got to get to here. Have with fun. Tupper. You're gonna be with us uh, from Florida next time. Yeah. Okay. Call in. Safe trip, and uh, we'll talk to you in a little bit. Kevin Berhaney, ladies and gentlemen, retired Florida man. <laughs> we have uh, a lot to get to, including Mark Tupper, and uh, we'll get to that coming up after news. Stay tuned. This is RJ Crace with your stories now, brought to you by Jesse Heating and Air. Great products and great people treating you the way you want to be treated since 1979. HSHS Home Care is holding its annual Cram the Car food drive today for the Catholic Charities Food Pantry. Community members are invited to cram a home care car by donating non-perishable items. The drive will be from 10 to 2. An HSHS Home Care branded car will be parked on the HSHS St. Mary's Hospital campus on the north side of the hospital, accepting donations of items or money. District 61 is encouraging parents to enroll in the latest round of parent university classes to help combat behavioral issues in school. The class will be Thursday from 5 to 7 at MacArthur High School. The district says they'll be talking about getting parents involved in working with the schools on correcting behavior. During a recent meeting to discuss fighting and violence within DPS schools, Superintendent Rochelle Clark said a large part of the problem stems from lack of parental responsibility and involvement. Register at NowDecatur.com. 
News. I'm C.J. Papa Flags at half-staff in Minnesota this morning honoring two Burnsville police officers and a fire department paramedic shot dead. According to police, an unnamed armed man was barricaded inside a home with family members, including seven children between the ages of 2 and 15. Now, city officials say the situation, quote, escalated into gunfire after law enforcement arrived. Fox's Todd Pyro, the gunman, was later found dead. The kids were not hurt. Some Democrats want President Biden to forget about a run for a second term. If Biden were to step down, it's not without precedent. LBJ famously declared in an address to the nation on March 31st, 1968, I shall not seek and I will not accept the nomination of my party for another term as your president. The new Monmouth poll shows nearly half the country thinks Biden will be replaced as a Democratic nominee. Lucas Tomlinson. America's listening to Fox News. Set those tea times as Earth Mover Credit Union presents the second United Way Open at Caddyshack Golf Pub in downtown Decatur. $1,500 in prize money's on the line, and it's anyone's to win. Book a tea time to play on the golf simulator at Caddyshack by calling 217-422-4444 or visiting caddyshackgolfpub.com. When you arrive, tell them you're playing in the United Way Open. Donate 10 bucks to the United Way for each nine holes you play at Pebble Beach, and you're in the running. Play anytime between now and February 28th. Top 12 scores are called on leap day and are invited to the championship nine-hole round on Sunday, March 3rd. Earth Mover Credit Union presents the second United Way Open at Caddyshack. Can anyone catch defending champion Griffin Sparks? Huge thank yous to sponsors, the Country Financial Agency of Ludwig & Young, the new 4-9 in Mount Zion right next door, main place real estate agent Blake Reynolds, the law office of Andrew Erickson, Newhoff Media, Jim Broidery by Lance Amos, and Blake of Parlooza LLC. Hi, JR from SpeedLube here again, reminding all of our clients how much we appreciate you and the services we provide that others may not. Here at SpeedLube, you have the choice to stay in your vehicle or wait in our lobby while we perform the service for you. Our full service includes a multi-point inspection that entails checking differential and transfer case fluids, along with all the other vital fluids underneath the hood. We also vacuum the floorboards, wash the exterior windows, and correct your tire inflation. All of this while providing a premium Pennzoil product. Thank you, Decatur and surrounding areas, for your 43-plus years of patronage. We look forward to seeing you again. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. Sunny with a high of 46. Tonight, mostly clear, low of 29. For Tuesday, sunny with a high of 50. And Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 58. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 23 degrees. Your WSOY time is 733. Tupper on Sports on WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Good morning and welcome back. Each and every weekday morning, we check in with Mark Tupper and Tupper on start, uh, sports. Let's start with the Illini-Maryland game. Well, in college basketball, it's just difficult to win any road game. And in Big Ten conference play, it's particularly tough. And when it comes to Maryland, Illinois just has a time-tested problem figuring out how to take down the Terrapins. Uh, and going into Saturday's game in Maryland, this was the one and only road site that Brad Underwood had never won at. And um, But I thought Illinois showed some really kind of next-level toughness Saturday they, because Maryland kind of kept coming at them, and Illinois made just a number of plays 
down the stretch to hold off Maryland 85-80. A gritty win led by Terrence Shannon's 27 points and some really good free-throw shooting uh, yesterday. I've thought about this a lot, and, and I believe this to be true. I believe Terrence Shannon is the fastest college basketball player I've ever seen end-to-end with the ball in his hands, faster than D. Brown, who was called the one-man fast break, uh, and way more difficult to guard on the break because D. Brown was undersized. Terrence Shannon is 6'6 and and strong and uh, just really difficult to handle physically. And um, he he truly is a one-man fast break. When he takes the ball and goes full speed, to the basket, most teams end up fouling him because he just flies past defenders in a blur. Uh, Saturday, he shot 16 free throws, made 14 of them. Um, and, and and there have been plenty of seasons where Illini fans could gripe about Illinois' free throw shooting. I've been I've been at the front of the line, you know, when, when they really struggle from the free throw line. But for the most part, that has changed this year. For one thing, they have the right people uh, constantly going to the free throw line. They, it is their best free throw shooters who are drawing the foul. Saturday, they made 32 of 36. That's 89%, and that is generally a winning number. Uh, Marcus Damask had 19 points, four of five free throws. Coleman Hawkins had 14, uh, five of five free throws. And it was an important road win in the middle of a stretch where um, three of four games are on the road for the Illini. They lost at Michigan State, now won this game at Maryland, and they play at Penn State at 5.30 on Wednesday. Uh, Illinois is 19-6, and 10-4, and alone in second place uh, in the Big Ten, and now a full game closer to league leader Purdue after the Boilermakers were stunned at 13th place Ohio State yesterday. And um, And let's talk a little bit more about that game when we come back after the break, Brian, because that was a a shocker given uh, the circumstances that are going on over at Ohio State. All right. On the other side of the break, we'll do that with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. It's brought to you by First National Bank, the quality bank now open in downtown Decatur. Spring is right around the corner and a perfect time to take advantage of a CD special from First National Bank of Decatur. Offering an annual percentage yield of 5.28, 5.39, and 5.54 for nine months, depending on the product type. For details, visit either Decatur branch at 1688 Baltimore Road or downtown in the Millican Building. You can also visit one of our other branches in Pena, Assumption, Taylorville, or Blue Mound. This is a limited time special and is subject to change. Penalty for early withdrawal. First National Bank of Decatur, the quality bank. FNB Quality. Bank, member FDIC. Back here with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. All right, that Purdue loss. I've said this before, but in a normal football season, it would be business as usual to see Ohio State and Michigan uh, sitting one and two atop the Big Ten football standings. And each school has had its share of basketball success. But when you look at the Big Ten men's basketball standings right now, those those standings are flipped upside down. Michigan is in last place. Ohio State is next to last. It got so bad in Columbus last week that Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith fired their head coach, Chris Holtman. He did that on Wednesday of last week and then named assistant coach Jake Diebler as the interim head coach. And yesterday, four days after the coaching change, uh, Jake Diebler made his debut and Ohio State upended number two ranked Purdue 73-69. This was one day after the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee picked Purdue 
as the early favorite to be the number one overall seed in the upcoming tournament. And um, after watching the weekend games, the University of Connecticut is clearly the number one overall team. They will remedy that. But, uh, you know, they're the defending national champs. They're very consistent. They absolutely destroyed number four Marquette, 81 to 53 on Saturday. Uh, Purdue's loss yesterday and their lack of success in recent NCAA tournaments. You know, they've had lost a string of games against double-digit seeds. I think it's going to really influence how some people view the Boilers come Selection Sunday on on March 17th. Um, they're, they're a hard team to lean all the way into as a, a potential national champion. Um, and I can't let uh, it go without mentioning some things that were said over the weekend about Caitlin Clark. You know, we talked about her last week the Iowa superstar when she set the uh, all-time scoring record. Uh, TV analyst and former Duke guard Jay Williams could not stop himself from offering up an absurd take on Caitlin Clark. Uh, On college game day Saturday, he said, I'm just not willing to say she's great yet because she hasn't won a national title. And uh, Caitlin Clark has lifted women's college basketball to a level they've never been at before. She is so incredible to watch. He won a national title at Duke, then destroyed his professional career when he got in a motorcycle wreck. Um, and so I guess, you know, he's one of those guys that just can't can't graciously <laughs> recognize when someone is special. And so he will not do that for Caitlin Clark. And of course the backlash on social media was extraordinary. <laughs> he, I, I don't have to beat him up too bad because he's already been pummeled by people on social media, including a lot of men's basketball players that says, dude, what are you talking about? Stop yourself. <laughs> My favorite was that, you know, she went to Iowa and put a program on the map. He went to Duke and they put Jay Williams on. <laughs> The map, uh, which sums it up. Jay Williams is Jay Williams is proof that you can win a national championship and not be great. There you go. All right, my friend. Enjoy the day. We'll check in with you first thing tomorrow morning. There's just this thing that runs through some of this, and I don't even know if it's mean spirited, like coming from a bad place, or just this. You know, in, in the world of sports, in particular, the last number of years, this hot take stuff. You know, it, it drives me nuts. Like you just, it's like talk radio and like manufactured outrage, right? You gotta wake up every day and see, see this thing that's horrible. Yeah. I think that, um, a lot of it though, there's certainly some manufactured. I think there are just some people have straight up polar takes that sometimes it, it, you let them talk enough and you see that they believe what they're saying. Maybe. How do you get there? Well, maybe. And I, I don't have any idea. I I, I didn't see this live. Yeah. I, I just went back and watched, you know, when you put the topic stuff in the uh, box for me. But it, it is, you know, when I saw the Kenny Smith thing, you know, it's like that's common from a place that still has a problem with women playing sports or it's not at a level they believe that the men are. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. And and Reggie Miller, whose sister scored 105 points. Yeah, he, yes, he, he immediately went. He's to, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like, knock it off. And and I think that so the, he, he say like, so you're saying she should be at home playing with dolls. Playing with dolls. And while everybody else in the world that was watching that that watched that goes, man, we want more of this. This was awesome. This was a cool collaboration. Yeah. 
you know, kudos to both of them that took shots at putting themselves out there. We want more. Okay, of so let me be clear because I didn't watch. Yeah, she could have used the women's three point line. But, yeah, and she. But she wanted to use. She wanted to go straight up against Steph. Yeah. Yeah. She she said I shoot from there anyway. Yeah, but but I just want to make sure it's yeah. clarified. But the ball is a different size. Okay. So I mean, but her shooting a different basketball, the ways more, it, it wouldn't have been an even competition anyway. But by and large, she was shooting from the same racks, when her, with the same timer on the same court on the same rim okay. as him. So the different size ball is interesting because I, I guess that makes perfect sense. I wouldn't have thought about size that. of your hands. Yeah, I, no, I, I, I get that. I, I just if that wouldn't have occurred to me. So in in one way she was doing it differently, than, but in the other way not. I guess I don't know. I, I don't. And I don't think he's a bad guy at all. Who's that? Kenny. No, no, no. But he has this inferiority thing that. It, it it helps him bring up the level of how amazing he was one of the 400 at the time or right. so, and and this isn't that, um and and it's not fair. Um, the the best women basketball players, very few of them would be able to play in the NBA, but that doesn't mean they're not amazing basketball players. Right. It's just different. Yeah. I, just I, different. And I don't know that you have to. You know, I don't know why people have a hard time coming to grips with that. I, I mean, it doesn't seem that hard to me. No. There's not, there's nothing hard about it. And, and we watched, you and I both watched a college, a women's college basketball game this week mm-hmm. that looked like real basketball. It looked like high end basketball. I told you, yeah. you were even poo pooing, you know, my love of the old game. <laughs> uh, but you're right. I, I mean, it's just but, real basketball. but there was no, there was no, um, diminishing no. of, of, of entertainment no. for me. I mean, no. I felt actually more in touch with basketball than I have for a very, very long time. Yeah, it was a and it's pace. not knocking what's it's just, that was just what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody on the floor was unbelievably talented. I mean, you, you right. watched great skilled players. Mm-hmm. You're talking about, you know, big programs like Iowa. Well, they're big now because of her, but you know, bigger programs that, that attract the better players. Yeah. And so, I mean, the cream rises. I don't know why. I think there's just a guy thing that hangs on to this thing that somehow you can't accept, uh, you know, someone doing something on a level that is, that passes or, or bypasses gender or whatever. You know, it's just great for being great by his definition. Uh, the next guy she's chased and Pete Maravich wasn't great because he didn't win a, a national championship. And Jay Williams, uh, man, he, he made a mistake and let his, his true crew, stuff come out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, man, it's just unfortunate. Oh, I bet it's also, you know, we, we get so worked up too. I mean, it's, it's one guy sitting at a desk's opinion. Yeah. The cool part about the, just on the last little nugget about this throughout the weekend, the NBA made a conscious effort to lace like Candace Parker was on the official broadcast team. She's a WNBA star. Uh-huh. They had women in positions um, of uh, that were camera facing or, or monopolizing the conversation in a, in a shared way. Yeah. They were really purposeful of, of saying, hey, here's a, some more good basketball well, here's, that we're proud of. Here, here is uh, Matt in Iowa. This is the best thing I've read. <laughs> Jay? You played with a dozen other four and five star recruits at the greatest basketball school in the nation, and you have the mm, to call out Caitlin when she took Iowa to a title game last year, and has had him in the top five for a year, and on pace for a number one seed. Yeah. She put a program on the map. Duke put you on the map. She's gonna end up having a better professional career than he did. Well, too. most people. And he was the number one pick, and yeah. she'll be the number one pick. All right. Yet somebody's got to rain on always. 
but I didn't see it. I had to go. So I can't be too outraged. <laughs> it wasn't in my globe. It wasn't in my, uh, so people have to fill time. I think sometimes that's what it feels like Sometimes in, yeah. in sports and in like other political, like it's just hot take after hot take after hot take. And I'm not saying that, that that's not what he absolutely believes. I'm just saying the constant pressure of having some sort of take on everything in life is ruining the discussion for me in a lot of areas. Yeah. Not just sports. Yep. And I don't mean, hey, did you like that or enjoy that? Why can't you just have the moment, be with the moment? And there's, I don't think there's anyone who watched that performance. Mm-hmm. Was that like Wednesday or Thursday night? You're talking about the Iowa game? Yes. Yeah. Would, would call that anything but unbelievable. Oh, she destroyed it. Yeah. She didn't eke it out. No, I mean. She the, went to get it. She conquered it. Yes. In less than three minutes and then went on and said, that's not enough. I'll go ahead and throw down 49. My career best. Yeah. So the day I do, it's my best day. And when other people have crumbled under that pressure, uh, you, you know, of chasing records or, you, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I hope she beats Pete Maravich. And then people like Jay Williams will come up with all kinds of reasons why or whatever. I just think it's great. And. I don't understand why you want to be the guy on the other side of that. <laughs> it's just dumb. Yeah, she's going places. She's already there. She's already been places. She's going more. But the whole, that chant at the end of that game, one more year, one more year. You know, she's it's so different now. Uh, you know, situationally yeah. so different now. Yeah. Cause now as a 22 year old kid, you're already making more than a million dollars a year. You love that campus. You love yeah. that team. I think it really just depends on what they do in the tournament. And if she wants one more bite at that, you, yeah. you know, if they're... She can decide what her priorities are. Do I want a championship? Do I want a second championship? Do I want... Yeah, I think one would be enough to go, okay, Yeah, whatever it, it is. Whatever. And it may not be that at all. Maybe she just stay at goes. home another year. Yeah. I... But that'll be her decision. But, yeah, Jay, not good. <laughs> Dumb. Not a good look. Yeah. All yeah. right. Let's take a quick break. When we get back, uh, Dr. Morris will be in studios with us. Stay tuned. Join your friendly neighborhood real estate guru, Tom Brinkotter, of Brinkotter Realtors for Tuesdays with Tom on Nauticator.com. This week, join Tom and special guest Amy Dial, home staging expert, as they dive into the do's and don'ts of staging your home. Amy will share valuable insights and tips to help you showcase your home. Whether you're preparing to sell or just love learning about home decor, this episode is for you. Tune in this Tuesday on Nauticator.com. Subscribe to Tuesdays with Tom wherever you get your podcasts. Brinkotter.com. We all want our young athletes to have a competitive advantage. If you think buying the newest, most expensive baseball bat or glove is going to give your kid the competitive edge, it's not. At Decatur Orthopedic Center, we know what matters is being an athlete, being faster, being stronger, and more explosive. If you are looking for the edge that's going to give your athlete their peak performance, look at the Athletic Performance Program at Decatur Orthopedic Center. Visit DecaturOrthopedicCenter.com or call 217-864-2665 for more information. Shop on Main is having a cash-only sale. Yes, you heard that right. All winter apparel is now half off, but reduces to 75% if you pay cash. No debit cards, no credit cards. Cash gets you 75% off. The sale ends on Leap Day, February 29th. Grab your cash and head to Shop on Main. Again, all winter apparel is 75% off when you pay cash. Shop on Main, 407 North Main, beautiful downtown Decatur. Cash saves you cash at Shop on Main. 
Affordable dentures and implants practices in Champaign, Springfield, and Forsyth makes new smiles affordable every day. So you don't need to wait another day to get your smile back. Call 1-800-DENTURE or visit AffordableDentures.com to find the practice near you. Affordable dentures and implants. Go ahead and smile. Retired or retiring soon? How much money do you need to live comfortably? Retirement Planners of America is here for you. Would you like to have financial peace of mind? Here's how. Step one, find out the amount of money you'll need to retire. Step two, have a plan to get there. Step three, make sure that plan can take advantage of market gains but protect you from market losses. Discover how to do all three with a free consultation at 800-508-6108. That's 800-508-6108. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Back here on a Monday, a beautiful Monday at that, on a sunny, sunny Monday morning on President's Day. I didn't realize, like, February must have the most holidays of the month, being the shortest month of the year. Didn't we just have, like, some people were closed last Monday? For Abraham Lincoln's birthday. Yep. Today's George Washington's birthday. But didn't we create President's Day to solve that? Too. But in Illinois, some take advantage of that. And I'm told that's why the penny still exists. For Abe Lincoln? Mm-hmm. Hmm. They got the $5 bill for that. <laughs> I don't, I haven't <laughs> seen either. He's covered. I haven't seen either one in a number of years. Yeah, he's covered. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you the last time I held a penny in my hand. Right? Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I never have cash. Yeah, I'm thinking about it, but I guess I don't. No, I, change was only when the parking meters required it. Well, they still do, don't they? No. They don't? Nope, you just get a tiny... We don't have any meters here in town. Yeah. Sure Champagne takes digital. Really? Yeah, Champagne, you can either put in money or you can like QR code it or whatever and pay in an app. But downtown Decatur is all free parking. No, it's not. There's some paid parking. Where? Over at the courthouse. There's meters. Oh, yeah, that's actual true. Thank in you. that parking lot. In that parking <laughs> well, lot. Yes. She's right. The meters might be there still, but I don't think it's, I don't know, maybe they that's private. I, She's I, right. Okay. I had to put money in the meter when I went over the there. The only time I go to the courthouse is when I have to. Like, I mean, they literally called me to jury. Yeah, there's no way they're hanging out. out. Um, yeah. But that's the only, I think everything else is just, it's different times. Like, you know, some's two hours, some is three hours, oh. some is 30 minutes, but it's all marked yep. by signs. Uh, but you just don't, there's no reason to carry change. By the way, uh, the first time I used um, um, digital on a parking meter was in uh, Croatia like 10 years ago. That's how behind the uh, we are here. Uh, and I think it's because they had big cities and antiquated, you know, like yeah. they couldn't really expand. You had to figure out how to make it. There's a lot of that stuff happens. I mean, we went to Brazil like uh, in 2013 or something like that, right? And we had like 4G cell service in the jungle because they didn't have phone poles and lines. So they didn't have this whole infrastructure. When cell phones came along, yeah. it was way easier to adapt. They didn't move from one thing to another. You started anew. Yeah. And so it is crazy. Like we think of ourselves as being, you know, yeah, a, a, the progress front very much ahead of the curve. We're not. Not always. Nope. Not yeah. always. How you doing? How was your um, weekend? It was, I think it was good, and I'm great, actually. Like, <laughs> okay, you're sure you're great, and you think yeah. the weekend was good. I'm like, I don't know. Right. I, I can't remember what happened on Saturday. Uh, there was a lot of snow. Saturday? Well, it came in all Friday and Friday night. Yeah, yeah. that set me back a little bit. Did me too, because yeah. I thought we were going to get just a little bit, and yep. the roads were going to be warm enough. Right. We went to Costco on Saturday in Champaign. 
I've got to tell you, it, you would have thought that there were a million people there. <laughs> like as if Friday snowed everybody out and Saturday was the only opportunity everybody to come had. get provisions? I, yeah. I'm telling you, man, it was... Why did you go to Costco on Saturday? I mean... Um, that's... Uh, Stock up on some provisions because, man, it was the only time with the snow. I'm just getting out. The same reason the same everybody reason else was there. Uh, we were just due. We were due for some, like, you know. Yeah. I, you know what? I don't do that anymore. Uh, I just don't like to drive in the stuff. Uh, I, I yeah. mean, it, it, priority. If there's an emergency, yes. Yeah. Uh, bread, no. Uh, you, you know, yeah. I just go, we can wait till Sunday. And then it, I knew it was going to be a mess. I was really pleasantly surprised how clear the roads were today early this morning. Yeah. Because it was like 19 or 20 degrees when I left yeah. the house with all that melted snow. But I think the ground uh, temperature over the last couple of weeks helped a lot. But, yeah, let's hope that was the last of I it. I hope so. The snow set me back again. It's bit. pretty, though. Yeah. You, you, no denying when you don't have to be out in it. Yes. And you can just look out the window, and you got that fluffy white stuff everywhere, and in the trees, we have these robins trying to build nests. And <laughs> look at a Christmas card. Did you take pictures? No, but I, I should have. Oh. No, I was just enjoying the moment. I went out and shoveled on Friday, and I did a pretty good job doing a get by. <laughs> I went back inside. About 20 minutes later, I looked out at my work. It was all and done. And he dusted back over. Yeah, we like, got a hill it. at home, and so the hill gave me some some challenges getting up the hill. Oh yeah. Yeah, before it was shoveled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I, I, I shoveled the sidewalk. I, I was going to screw with the driveway. It's oh, like I a, did the, the path. I, I, I did the, something for the mailman to get yeah, through or, or Amazon or whatever. Because yeah. I'm not going to lose a package. <laughs> right. <laughs> the rest of it's like you're on your own. I'm expecting mail. Yeah. <laughs> get this uh, although there was, there was the last time we had this, too, you know, um, there was an industrious kid that knocked on our door at like 8 o'clock at night with a shovel and, you know, a, uh, I would I never have cash, uh, you know. Uh, I'm sure we could have Venmoed or something, but I, I'm like, uh, we've got a snowblower, you, you know. So, like, I we didn't buy that so that we had to pay the kid twenty dollars. But I felt bad for him because he was industrious. You know, he's out in the middle of this like freezing it. cold, the old-fashioned way. Yep, I like it. That's now, an entrepreneur. I would suggest not waiting till eight o'clock to knock on people's doors because that's just <laughs> not a normal time to be. <laughs> He'd been working the whole time. That's as soon as he got free. It's good for him. I I thought I was like, I would have given him a tip, like literally, just for asking. I like that. Go for it, young man. I I like that. It used to be, I think we lost a little bit of our, I don't know, um, not grit, but a little bit of that entrepreneurial sort of spark of like, oh, I see bad news. Everybody's, you know, inside huddled up. Maybe I can go make some money by I can't it. get on board with that. I think we are unbelievably well, This kid, 14 years, the first one that's knocked on our door asking to shovel snow. Well, so. out in the snow, but I'm saying like the... Oh, so are, when the conditions are good. Oh, yeah. When pe- people are constantly <laughs> looking, trying optimal. to innovate and, and push at a level that I don't think has ever been matched. Okay. Right? Well, neither one of us, neither one of us lived during the Great Depression, so I think we probably can't talk about what it took to get by in a time period since we weren't physically there. That's I imagine true. that was pretty tough. Forgot. But well, we had a pretty good recession, though. Yeah. I was good with that. No, I meant the Great Depression. I know, I know. You, I you know, know, soup lines. And, you know, we saw a little bit of that at the beginning of COVID. I remember you and I standing in the Decatur Civic Center parking lot. Yes. The day we did the food box, the food box uh, giveaway and distribution. And that that moment, because yep. it was supposed to start at like 10 o'clock or whatever yes. like it was, and there were cars lined up all the way around back to like the, where the Herald Review used yes. to be. And 
it kind of like it, it was. Um, that was a hard moment for me. Yeah, I remember. I'm standing yeah. right next to you. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, so I don't think we in general know what it's like most of us as a country. It doesn't mean we don't have people in poverty and, and in dire situations. Yeah. But for an entire country to go through what it went through during that time uh, is probably what created the people who were able to go win World War II and defeat the Germans. Uh, I mean, it. Hard to kind of stack up generations that way. But I, I just, you know, kids used to grab a shovel and go shovel snow. Yeah. That was a thing. It was. Rake leaves, mow grass, shovel snow. Same kind of thing. And maybe we've gone to more of a service industry kind of related to that kind of thing than we used to. To your point about people being industrious, where the guy drives up with a tractor on his trailer and comes out and mows your lawn. I love that. I appreciate it. Oh, man, I, I hate mowing grass. I, I hate mowing grass. I appreciate it. It is nice. It is. Yes. Okay. So we're going to take a break. Can you stick around for a little bit? I know yep. you, you got a, a meeting coming up here. I do. I'm hassling teenagers. Well, you know what? Sometimes they need that. Clearly. Okay. We've got uh, a little bit more straight ahead this hour, and uh, we'll tell you about some interesting things I did over the weekend uh, with Nick, uh, who we get a kick out of it, as we are in a countdown to Drives to Survive and the beginning of a new F1 season. I cannot tell you how excited I am. This is the way I used to feel about opening day baseball. Nice. We'll take a break after. Be back after the news. Stay tuned. You're listening to Buyers and Company, the Monday edition. Don't go anywhere. Car. Home, mobile device, we're there. WSOY, Decatur, 1340 AM and 103. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.